Well, South Africa take on Afghanistan tonight in the Cricket World Cup and then tomorrow the Australians meet Bangladesh. But it's all academic because the two great rivals will meet in one of the semi-finals on Thursday. And every time I think about Australia-South Africa semi-finals, I'm reminded of that classic in 1999. And we know that clashes between the two nations are always fierce. Neil Manthorpe, a cricket journalist from South Africa, is on the line right now. Neil, many thanks for your time. That's a pleasure, Jules. A reality check against India. Does this South African side need to make a statement against Afghanistan or for their own confidence? If they do need to make a statement, it is for themselves. Um, They've uh, done a pretty good job of convincing themselves that they don't mind uh, what the rest of the world or their own supporters perceive of their progress so far. They know that they've played some very good cricket. And they also know that, uh, <laughs> talking of reality checks, I mean, none of the South African players would say this in public because they know that it would be misconstrued. But, um, they, you know, they, they do say, yes, Glenn Maxwell played one of the greatest innings of all time. But why did he have to play it? Because Australia were 91 for seven mm. against Afghanistan. So, you know, um, they could easily be bowled out for 120. And then uh, we, it would have been in exactly the same boat. And, you know, cricket, of course, is a game of what-ifs and maybes. Um, but uh, Glenn Maxwell made certain that the game was remembered for a very, very different reason. Um, but, yeah, look, we spoke to David Miller yesterday, and uh, he said it's all about preparation and ticking the boxes. And we just want to make sure that uh, we're in the best possible nick for Australia and the semi-final is going to be huge, uh, blah, blah, blah. And um, he tried and failed to say that they were taking the Afghanistan game um, treating it just like every other game. They tried that before the Indian game. They said, oh, well, you know, at the end of the day, it is just another game of cricket. And I was holding my head in my hands thinking, why even say that? Mm. That's not a stupid thing to say. <laughs> it's a game against the hosts in India at Eden Gardens, the spiritual home of cricket, in front of 65,000 people. No, it's not just another game of cricket. So at least the South Africans are not saying that now with Afghanistan for very different reasons, obviously, because... It's not just another game of cricket. It's one that doesn't mean anything. Well, that, that is true. I mean, Afghanistan have performed admirably this tournament and any other day they would have beaten Australia and then we're having a different conversation about their semi-final chances. Uh, just with regards to the India game, though, you know, sometimes these things can happen. Yeah, like a Maxwell innings can happen. What was your assessment? Was it, was it an aberration or is this really a case of of India showing their class and perhaps is, is this the side that are head and shoulders above the rest of their competitors? <laughs> well, if I was the South African team psychologist, I'd be working overtime with my textbook under the chapter, it was an aberration. Mm. Uh, and I'd be trying very hard to <laughs> convince them. No, it wasn't an aberration. I mean, look, the, the two new ball bowlers for South Africa, Lungi and Gidi and Marco Janssen, were completely overcome by the occasion. Um, 65,000 people roaring at however many hundreds of decibels at every boundary they conceded. And after five overs, India was 61 without loss. And, and the game was just, you know, tumbling downhill away from, on, from South Africa. But so... So they, they pulled it back quite well. I mean, India were heading for 400 at one stage. And that they, the, the, they scored 70 more than par, which is an awful lot. Does that explain why this much-vaunted South African top six scored 50 runs between them? Yeah. If they'd all come to the wicket, swinging hard and playing aggressive shots, 
and got out that way, then there could have been there could be a mitigating uh, circumstance case made for them. But they didn't, and they can't. They were completely and totally outskilled. They looked like a youth team against the men's team. And on that night and on several other nights during this tournament, India have looked a class above anyone else. I think Australia probably would feel that they are the, the team best place to beat them. The only team, maybe. It's interesting you say that. You know, Just back on the Maxwell innings, I, I remember to harping back to 99, I, I think about Steve Wall's Super 6's 100 against South Africa, one of the best ODI innings I've seen. And, and then we had the advent, Neil, of T20 cricket and we saw this dynamism brought into it. I remember vividly... A.B. de Villiers' 100 in Australia in 2015, off the 31 balls, I think it was, and people were just going, wow. You know, it's just – and it, 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 it disappoints me that with innings like this on show that people are still quick to sound the death knell for 50 over cricket. Um, Jules, I don't think it comes down to uh, what what you and I – um, feel about about the format and about actually what about the majority of people feel about the format unless you're a, a, a secret um, multi-millionaire television production house owner mm. um, then uh, um, you know it's 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 about the money when it when it comes to a battle between common sense and money it's common sense to put your your money on the money I mean the, you know that's what it's all about it's all about uh, maximizing revenue um, that's why Test cricket is under threat in in every other country apart from Australia and England. Even in India, Test cricket is uh, is being squeezed by by T20. And um, look, if if it makes money, and the ICC have already announced that this 50 over World Cup will be their most successful, most profitable, I should say, of all time. So that kind of guarantees 2027. Um, that will be held in South Africa and Zimbabwe. And then the 2031 World Cup is scheduled to be back in India. So you would imagine mm. it may not be 50 overs, but um, you would imagine that, that that's uh, fairly, fairly well locked in. But, yeah, I mean, it's it a it's a wonderful format um, most of the time, or I'll have to say some of the time. But the truth is that the first 24 games of this tournament were horrendously one-sided. and. Yeah. I have to say, quite dull. And I quite like 50-over cricket. You and me both. Look, we know the game's at a crossroads in South Africa. We've, it's been well-documented, Neil, this week in Test Team going to New Zealand for the summer. So much focus has been placed on the T20 League, and, and we just talked about the future of 50-over cricket there. has been heavily in discussion. But tell me, what would a World Cup win do for cricket in South Africa? Oh, uh, just a huge, huge amount, huge amount. Um, you know, the, a, a cricket, cricket is, it's, main, it's not widely known um, in cricket playing countries that cricket isn't the number one sport in South Africa. It's, it's rugby union by a long, long way. And, you know, the Springboks have just gone back to back World Cups, just won the title uh, for the fourth time. And it just, it pushes cricket further and further into the shadows and into the periphery of uh, the sporting attention in general. So to win a World Cup would be, would be huge. I mean, it would be transformative um, in the sense that, look, it's widely participated in. Um, the game's widely played. Uh, perhaps you, cricketers, cricket administrators will tell you it's even more widely played than rugby, but uh, that's open for debate. Um, but it, it would. I mean, it would. It would transform the game. Unfortunately, um, we've gone 
past the point of legitimate financial salvation because the SA20 League, as you said, is now um, the, the primary focus of the administration in South Africa. And the six teams are all owned by IPL franchises. It's effectively a mini IPL. Um, and that has now that's now taken control of cricket in South Africa. So, as I say, we're, we're kind of beyond the point of legitimate, I mean, conventional financial salvation. So we, we just have to hope uh, that uh, the uh, dictator is um, a beneficial one. Temba Bavuma, your captain, I think is a wonderful ambassador for the game. He speaks eloquently. He's hitting the ball actually quite nicely from from what I've seen, but he seems to be picking out the fielder. Is his lack of returns a concern for you? Not for me um, and not for him and not for the team. Mm. You know, if you look at the numbers over the last 12 years, uh, 12 months, sorry, um, he averages 57 with a strike rate of 93 and he's got 300s and and 450s. So he's actually one of the highest performing um, batsmen in, in the team. And as you say, he's striking it beautifully. And, and, and But here's the thing. I mean, he's put on 200 partnerships with Kinchin de Kock. And a 100 partnership, batting through the power play without losing early wickets, is as good as a 50 in my book. And, he, you know, he's, he's got a 30 and a couple of 20s. Um, and he's, he's convinced that uh, the time will come for him to make a, a telling play in the in the tournament and i think he will um there are people in south africa plenty of, of people for questionable reasons who question his place in, in the team whether he would be in the starting 11 if he wasn't the nominated captain um but then people ask the same questions about pat cummins don't they so uh, yes. uh, and no no question marks over bavuma well he had a 202 run partnership with Glenn Maxwell, Pitt Cummins, and I think he scored, what, 12 runs, didn't he? So there you go, as long as you're making a, a contribution. still my favourite tweet of the year. Oh, yes. Yeah, Maxie still held... my favourite tweet of the year. It was brilliant, wasn't it? What did he say? Glenn Maxwell, yes, he, he made his contribution in that partnership, didn't he? There is an Yeah, it was yeah, something like, yeah, and Glenn batted well too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was great stuff. Anyway, Thursday will be the semi-final between South Africa and Australia. Best of luck. Thank you so much for your time on the programme tonight. There's a journey. There he is. Neil Manthorpe.